You're listening to The Noin, the unofficial Howard Stern Show trivia podcast. Hey now, I'm Noah Bonnet. I'm a lifelong super fan of The Howard Stern Show, and I also produce TV game shows. Now, I've combined these two passions to create The Noin, the unofficial Howard Stern Show trivia podcast. This season, nine celebrity superfans of The Howard Stern Show will battle it out to be crowned king or queen of all Stern Show trivia. Joining me is my friend Eli Braden, and if you know The Stern Show, you know Eli. He's written hundreds of parody songs for the show over the years. Hey now, Eli. Hello, hello. Noah, let's jump right in and meet our first celebrity superfan. He scored Robin a 34 on the narcissism test, and he once sent Howard his old filthy mad magazines. Please welcome Dr. Drew Pinsky. Hey now. Hey now, Dr. Drew. Welcome to The Noi. Now, before we play the game, tell us, when did you first start listening to The Stern Show? Oh, I first started listening, you know, 30 years ago, but I became a super fan uh, after having been in there and been the subject of one of Howard's genius interviews. And uh, that hooked me for, for good. As a listener, what are some of your earliest memories of the show? Well, we were doing Loveland at the time and we were always curious why Howard could get away with so much stuff in the morning and we were getting scrutinized in the evening. And one of the earlier memories I have is when he actually was took on the FCC. And I was very grateful for that because we were all getting squeezed in ways that were not fair. All right, Dr. Drew, are you ready to play the Noin? Do it. Eli, tell us how it works. Dr. Drew, you're going to face three rounds of Howard Stern Show trivia. Each round lasts 99 seconds. You get a question right, you win a point. After three rounds, we'll total your score, and at the end of the season, the celebrity superfan with the most points will be crowned king or queen of all Stern Show trivia. And they'll return to play a bonus episode to win up to $999 for the North Shore Animal League. All right, it's time to play round one. We prepared two stacks of questions for this episode. Dr. Drew, you get to choose which one to play. One stack is labeled peace, the other is labeled love. So I ask you with peace and love, which stack would you like to play? Peace and love, peace and love, I'll do peace. Okay, let's load stack peace into the question McKind. Eli, please put 99 seconds on the clock. Good luck. Thank you. Dr. Drew. According to Ben Stern, what color tube opens and closes to achieve proper modulation? Pass. Actor Jerry O'Connell's mom taught special ed to what whackpacker? Marianne. Along with peas, what other vegetable did Ralph Sorella once vomit into Howard's washing machine? Ralph, how dare you? Uh, string beans. Aside from Howard, who's the longest tenured staff member on The Stern Show? Gary. In the movie Private Parts, what Oscar-nominated actor portrayed pig vomit? All right, help me everybody. I see him as, as he he is also in Billions. And his name is... Dumb, uh, 30 seconds left. Paul Giamatti. What is Howard's Hebrew name? Uh, oh, I definitely heard him. Time. At what television station did Howard tape his early 90s syndicated TV show? Now that was... Nine seconds left. Oh my gosh, I should know. It was in New York and it was... Uh, oh, I don't know. Pass. In 2001, Stern Show listeners learned that High Pitch Eric was terrified of what animal? Uh... 
Oh, time is up. The clock reached 0.0. These are hard questions. They're really hard. You got one right, so your score after round one is one. Here are the answers to the questions you missed. According to Ben Stern, the tube that opens and closes to achieve proper modulation is green. Mm. Jerry O'Connell's mom taught special ed to Beetlejuice. Wow! Along with peas, the vegetable Ralph Ralphed into Howard's washing machine was carrots. Uh. Aside from Howard, the longest tenured staff member on the show is Fred. Ugh. Howard's Hebrew name is Tzvi. Howard taped his 90s syndicated TV show at WWOR. We'd also accept Channel 9. Mm. And finally, High Pitch Eric is terrified of fish. Oh, did not know that. Huh. Okay, Dr. Drew, it's almost time for round two. But before we move on, let's chat about The Stern Show. Yeah. Other than Howard, who's your favorite person on the show, dead or alive? Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. Okay, why is that? Because he has so much psycho neurological and psychopathology. He's like a he's like a, a museum, and uh, the fact that it's not being properly attended to is always very mysterious to me. From a clinical standpoint, well, what do you think is going on with Bigfoot? It's very hard to tell. He clearly has a congenital brain condition. He also seems to have a thought disorder, so he becomes somewhat psychotic at times. Obviously, a learning disorder on top of that. And uh, I, I keep hearing there's hoarding going on as well. When people visit his house, you hear reports of that. I mean, just it's just one thing after another. And uh, the, the, the fact that he repeats it is after everything is it's called echolalia. It's a speech pattern of repetition. It's sort of odd and it has something to do with whatever's going on in his brain. I, I, there was some story of brain injury. There's all kinds of interesting sexual orientation. There's just so much going on with him. It's, uh, it's incredible. I love it. What a fascinating insight. Thank you, Dr. Drew. Okay, let's get back to the game. It's time for round two. Now each correct answer will be worth two points. Let's put another 99 seconds on the clock. Eli, you know what to do. Dr. Drew, in 2013, hypnotist Scott Schmarin convinced Sal he was what egg-laying reptile? Turtle. The King Schmaltz Bagel Hour was hosted by Howard and Friends at what university's college radio station? BU. At whose Hamptons house did Howard first make sweet love to Beth? Pass. What did Fred Norris legally change his first name to in 1993? Fred. After Private Parts, what was Howard's next book to top the New York Times bestseller list? Oh, goodness. I know. I can see it. Hive uh, of Hearts and then... Oh, it's the, the gender thing. Miss America? What famous magician did Robin Quivers briefly date in 1992? That's interesting. Copperfield? In 2018, what Whackpacker released the viral hit song, Free To Be Me? 30 seconds left. Dan Mom. Until 2007, Lonnie Hanover was the publicist for what New York City strip club made famous by The Stern Show? Scores. What celebrity annoyingly threw cucumbers into Howard's pool while visiting his Long Island home? Pass. In 1997, what basic cable network reportedly paid $7 million for the rights to air private parts? Mm. Nine seconds left. MTV? The late Whackpacker Fred Schreiber was better known by what on-air nickname? 
Gosh, is it, uh... Whoa, 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 stop the clock. Time is up. <sighs> you knew the answer to five questions for another 10 points. Your current score is now 11. Better, that was better. It is better. Here are the answers to the questions you missed. Howard and Beth first made sweet love at the Hamptons house of bloated attorney Dominic Barbara. Ooh. Fred Norris legally changed his first name to Eric. <laughs> the magician Robin briefly dated was Penn Gillette. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. The celebrity who threw cucumbers into Howard's pool was Richard Simmons. Uh. The cable network that reportedly paid $7 million to air private parts was USA Network. Mm. And finally, Fred Schreiber was better known as Fred the Elephant Boy. Oh, Elephant Boy, of course. Ugh. Okay, Dr. Drew, next up is round three. But before we continue, you've appeared on The Stern Show so many times. Is there one appearance you find most memorable? The first one was most memorable to me overall because uh, Artie was in there and that was, I love Artie and that was sort of engaging, but to, to be literally Howard uses almost a hypnotic focus to get his interviews. It's why they're so compelling. And I didn't know he was doing that. And that was so surprising to me and also so uh, thrilling because I knew wherever I was going, I was just in his hands and it just, you just got to let it happen. When I came back the, the last time I was in there, we started talking about things like the Wackerbacker and stuff like that. And I just enjoyed talking about the show with him. So that part I liked. Well, as a fan, I can't think of anything more fun to do, but it's time to get back to the game. It's time for round three. Now each correct answer will be worth three points. So let's put 99 seconds on the clock. Good luck, Eli. You're on. Dr. Drew. What 1970s song was Robin once embarrassingly caught singing to herself on a hot mic? Don't know. Pass. Crazy Cabby once boxed whom in a fight known as the Brawl at the Taj Mahal? Beetlejuice. In 1979, Jackie the Joke Man launched a dirty joke hotline reached by dialing what number? Mm. Pass. In 1985, WNBC's all-star lineup included Howard, Soupy Sales, Wolfman Jack, and what other DJ? Imus. What 45 RPM single did Gary Delabate claim to have imported to Record World? Pass. In 2007, Robin admitted to regularly taking enemas made of what drink? Coffee. At what famous restaurant did Howard's parents celebrate their anniversary each year? 30 seconds left. Mmm. Pass. What Philadelphia jewelry shop has been a loyal Stern Show advertiser since the 90s? Uh, I hate Singer. Steven Singer Jewelers. Neil Berliner was the manager of what elderly Stern Show guest who once rode the Sibian? Nine seconds left. Elderly? Oh. Ah. Uh, what was her name? Oh. It's, she died, right? <laughs> Time is up and that's the game. You got three right this round. Good for another nine points. Your total score is a respectable 20 points. Wow. Here are the answers to the questions you missed. The song Robin was caught singing to herself on a hot mic was Cocaine. Ah. Crazy Cabby's opponent in the brawl at the Taj Mahal was Stuttering John. Ah. Jackie the Joke Man's Dirty Joke Hotline can still be reached today by dialing 516-922-WINE. 
The 45 RPM single Gary Delabate claimed to have imported to Record World was 99 Luft Balloons. Hmm. Howard's parents celebrated their anniversary each year at Nathan's Famous Hot Dogs. And finally, Neil Berliner managed Rapping Granny, a.k.a. Fruity Nutcake. Ah. Okay, Dr. Drew, well, your total score is 20. Right now, you're in the lead, but it's just episode one. <laughs> I'm honored to be in the lead, to be at least, at least be here for a minute. And remember, at the end of the season, the celebrity superfan with the highest score will be crowned king or queen of all Stern Show trivia. Dr. Drew, would you like to hear who's playing next? Yeah, who knows? Well, he started in showbiz as an intern on a Howard Stern TV project, and now he's an Emmy-winning TV showrunner, executive producer, and writer. I'm talking about Danny Zucker. Oh, he will He will know. The, the People that are old school fans will have a little advantage, I think. We appreciate you joining us, Dr. Drew. Hopefully your score will hold up. We'll find out next time on The Nine. Thank you. You've been listening to The Noin, the unofficial Howard Stern Show trivia podcast. Written and produced by Noah Bonnet and Eli Braden. Music provided by Jingle Punks. If you like the show, write a review and tell your friends. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at thenoinepodcast at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-N-O-I-N-E podcast at gmail.com. This has been a Play Along Games production. Bye for now.